Welcome to the Sermons Podcast, a ministry of Vienna Assembly of God, located right here in Vienna, Virginia. We're so glad you've joined us today. Hope you enjoy today's sermon. praise forever the king of kings we can believe Romans 10 and 9 and 10 says we believe in our heart and we confess with our mouth this morning I'm going to ask you to do something special as it relates to praying for the sick and that is to bring it from belief into the confession into your own heart so a few weeks ago Brenda offered to, and handed out at the altar these personal confessions and when I went through the cancer and chemotherapy season and up to this moment I do these personal confessions. What it does, it brings it from the Word of God and your heart into the, into it just like, it's like engrafting the Word into your whole being. So I'm going to lead you in some confessions, and then I'll conclude with the time of prayer. So I'm going to give you a phrase at a time, repeat after me, make it a personal confession, put your hand on your heart, put your hand over whatever you're needing healing for, and then we're going to conclude with a prayer of confession, believing that the Lord is going to bring an extermination to this coronavirus 19. Okay, follow me in this personal confession. I am the body of Christ. I am redeemed from the curse. Jesus bore my sickness. Jesus carried my diseases in his own body. By his stripes, I am healed. And this is going to be powerful for some, but if you can do this, it's going to change your life. This is a strong confession. I forbid any sickness or disease to operate in my body. Say it. I forbid any sickness or disease to operate in my body. Every organ, every tissue of my body functions in the perfection of in which God created it to function. I honor God. I bring glory to Him in my body, for my body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. And those passages of Scripture, Galatians 3.13, Matthew 8.17, 1 Peter 2.24, and 1 Corinthians 6.20. Now let's just believe God together in Jesus' name. Father, we trust you. And I pray for my brothers and sisters in Christ that we will receive the healing you've provided on Calvary. And we take it from belief into personal confession. And we confess that we take responsibility and ownership for our health. And we forbid any sickness or disease to operate in our body. And we trust you, Lord. 
And Lord, we ask you, Father, in Jesus' name now, to help us personally confess and believe corporately as a community and we speak about the coronavirus 19 across our globe and we say in Jesus name die end your rule and reign of terror and fear and sickness and we exalt the lordship of Christ as the ruler and reigner over all of the universe and we thank you Lord in Jesus name we pray for other sicknesses and disease. We pray for people who are facing cancer. We trust you, Lord, to help for health and healing. We trust you, Lord, for people who are just facing a flu or a common cold or diabetes or any number of diseases that Jesus has carried for us. We pray in Jesus' name for the health of Christ to come to every person this morning. In Jesus' name. And Lord, I pray for each of us, each of us, to take the message of healing to our families, to our friends, and to the community at large. In Jesus' name, I pray an anointing to carry the healing message of Christ through our, throughout our community, to every person in our community of faith. In Jesus' name we pray. In Jesus' name we pray. Thank you, Lord. Now just take a moment and say thank you, Lord. And specifically call out the disease or the situation you're being healed from. Thank you, Lord, for healing. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. He's not only healed us from all our diseases. He's forgiven us of all our iniquities. He's also given us an opportunity to be blessed. And our treasures coming, Tom, to lead us in a prayer of blessing over our financial life. God bless you. Good morning. We're collecting our, our giving online today. Uh, you can also email it in, uh, mail, not email. Um, giving at viennaag.com slash give. Um, and I'm just going to read from First Chronicles 29. This was after uh, King David had uh, taken the offering for the temple, and this was his, his praise for the offering that had come in. O oh, our God, we thank you and praise your glorious name. But who am I and who are my people that we could give anything to you? Everything we have has come from you, and we give you only what you first gave us. We are here only for a moment, visitors and strangers in the land, as our ancestors were before us. Our days on earth are like a passing shadow, gone so soon without a trace. O Lord our God, even this material we have gathered to build a temple to honor your holy name comes from you. It all belongs to you. I know, my God, that you examine our hearts and rejoice when you find integrity there. You know I have done all this with good motives, and I have watched your people offer their gifts willing and joyously. Lord, I just thank you for this offering. We, we, we give it to you. Um, we rejoice that we can return thanks to you in this manner, Lord. I just pray for those that are gathered around us, Lord. Just pray for the uncertainty ahead of us, Lord. I just thank you for your certainty um, in our lives, that you never leave us nor forsake us, Lord. Uh, we offer this offering in, in faith and with integrity. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, hello, friends. Thank you for joining. We are we understand that our 
um, streaming system is not as sophisticated as what you may be used to, but hey, we are thankful for the technology that lets us do this. And so, so glad to be together with you today. And today's message is Faith for Living Church. The, the, um, and I'm going to work with my notes here a minute to get them where I can see them and see uh, looking at you. So early in January... This series on faith was developed, and we find ourselves in the part of it today called Faith for Living. Isn't that profound that in this moment that we are thinking about what can we do for faith for living? And today's message is focused on the church. The realities we are facing and the challenges of the coming days have not taken our loving Savior by surprise. Jesus warned of trials and difficulties in John 16, he said, I have told you all this so that you may have peace in me. Here on earth, you will have many trials and sorrows, but take heart because I have overcome the world. Hey, last week, last month, last year, I know that many of us had many trials and sorrows, but right now we are in the middle of a a new kind of trial that none of us have ever experienced before. But take heart, Jesus said, because I have overcome the world. We need faith for living today more than ever before. We must not cower to fear and let it get the upper hand. Now, why do I say that? Why do I think it's that's important? Because if we are living with a spirit of fear, we are not living according to God's plan for our life. God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. So we're just going to talk for a few minutes today about the church and how faith for living connects with us, the church. So the church is God's people here on earth. We are Christ ambassadors, ministers of reconciliation, the sent ones empowered to proclaim the good news of Christ. That mission is not put on hold today. In fact, we may be in a countdown to launching new levels of harvest, fresh power for the current crisis. As God's people, we are uniquely positioned to speak faith, hope, and love into a world facing a crisis of fear and uncertainty. So let's read some scriptures that talk to us about the church. I'm going to begin in Ephesians chapter 1, and um, I just love how the Lord puts everything together. So Ephesians 1, 22 and 23. God has put all things under the authority of Christ and made him head over all things for the benefit of the church. And the church is his body. It is made full and complete by Christ who fills all things everywhere with himself. So first off, we are the body of Christ and Christ is our head. We have been made full and complete in him as the church. And then later in Ephesians chapter 5, We read this, verse 2, live a life filled with love, following the example of Christ. He loved us and offered himself as a sacrifice for us, a pleasing aroma to God. 
It is his example that we are to follow in these coming days. We must be motivated by love as we move forward. So who is the church? The church is the body of Christ. The church is made up of the redeemed, those who have received Christ's sacrifice, been washed in his blood, and baptized into his body. The good news is that Christ has come to redeem us from the curse. The pandemic of sin has always been the true worldwide bad news. That's always been there. And the good news is that Jesus loved us and offered himself for us, and we are saved through faith in Jesus Christ. Now, the church is built by Jesus himself, and I want to read the words of Jesus in Matthew chapter 16. Beginning at verse 13, we read the story of where this happened. When Jesus came to the region of Caesarea Philippi, He asked his disciples, who do people say that the son of man is? Well, they replied, some say John the Baptist, some say Elijah, and others say Jeremiah or or one of the other prophets. Then he asked them, but who do you say I am? Simon Peter answered, you are the Messiah, the son of the living God. Jesus replied, you are blessed, Simon of John, son of John, because my father in heaven has revealed this to you. You did not learn this from any human being. Now, I say to you that you are Peter, which means rock, and upon this rock I will build my church, and all the powers of hell will not conquer it. And I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven. Whatever you forbid on earth will be forbidden in heaven, and whatever you permit on earth will be permitted in heaven. In this passage, Jesus promises that he is building his church, that his church will not be conquered by the forces of hell. What are the forces of hell? That which raises itself up in rebellion against God, that which would steal, kill, and destroy. The powers of hell cannot prevail against the church of Jesus Christ. And he gave us a powerful weapon in this battle through prayer and intercession, where Jesus said he has given us the keys of the kingdom of heaven. As we pray in agreement, as Pastor Craig just led us a few minutes ago, we can bind up the virus. We can release healing. We can bind up fear. We can release faith and love. We can bind up a scarcity mentality and live freely in abundant grace. Friends, Jesus has given us everything we need. He has given us the keys to the kingdom. And one of the main things that I'm going to ask us to all engage in through the middle of this crisis on a daily basis is intercessory prayer. We have the keys of the kingdom as the church of Jesus. He is building the church and we can move forward in his power, in his love, in Jesus' name. So three things that I found in the, and just listed in the book of Hebrews to, to finish this message for us today about the church. Hebrews chapter 10, verses 23 through 25. What are we to do? What are we to do right now? How do we engage faith for living on March 15, 2020, in the midst of a national state of emergency where every corner of the planet is impacted, 
and life as normal is on hold for an uncertain period of time. What do we do? Hebrews 10, verse 23, let us hold tightly without wavering to the hope we affirm, for God can be trusted to keep his promise. Let us hold tightly without wavering to the hope we affirm, for God can be trusted to keep his promise. Well, what has God promised? The scripture bubbles out promises like a fresh can of soda. I mean, if you just open up the Bible, you're going to get the fizz, okay? There are too many to capture, but I'm just going to give you a few right now that are just there bubbling for me. I will never leave you or forsake you. If we will confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. If any two or three shall agree as touching anything and pray unto the Father, that the Father will answer those prayers. All things are possible with God. He is our strong tower. He is our refuge. He is our rock. The Lord, I called unto the Lord and he delivered me from all of my fears. Those who hide in the shadow of the Almighty will be secure and be safe. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He will take care of every single need that we have according to his riches in glory. I am going to repair a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and take you to be with me. Jesus has given us promise after promise after promise. And Hebrews says, let us hold tightly to with out wavering to the hope we affirm for God can be trusted to keep his promise. Friends, let's hold tightly to the truth and to our faith. That is what God is calling the church to do in these next few days. Verse 24, let us think of ways to motivate one another to acts of love and good works. We have already experienced this in this week. We are making decisions motivated by love. So for an example, and he'll be embarrassed that I said this, but Tom went over to Patty's yesterday to make sure she could have access to this online service. Uh, we've been checking on each other, offering to do pickups, etc. That needs to continue. We will work diligently in the coming days to motivate each other in love and good works. The church is at its best in tough times, and I'm excited to see how God is going to glory shine through each of you. Through each and every one of you, we are going to see God at work. Let us think of ways to motivate one another to acts of love and good works. Friends, that is going to be um, life as usual in our new pattern. We are going to be working together with acts of love and good works. And verse 25, and let us not neglect our meeting together as some people do, but encourage one another, especially now that the day of his return is drawing near. Now, you might say, but Pastor Brenda, you encouraged us to not meet together. No, I encouraged you to be here online together. We are motivated by love, made a decision to not be in the same meeting space this morning, but we are going to be looking for ways to keep connecting together. And I'm going to ask you to, if you've got any qualms with the technology, 
go to work learning it, figuring it out, letting yourself not be concerned about um, fears of that, but instead let's not neglect our meeting together, whether it's calling each other, whether it's joining on an online prayer meeting or an online Bible study. If we feel from the the Lord and the Holy Spirit and the authorities that that are times to be able to actually be together in person. When that comes together, we'll do that. Let us not neglect our meeting together as some people do. Hey, there are some people out there that are isolating. And I don't mean just social distancing. I mean isolating. I mean going into a dark hole. I mean keeping away and shutting off others. I'm asking you to stop doing that. And instead, encourage one another, especially now that the day of his return is drawing near. Friends, faith for living for the church is going to be something that when we began this series, we had no idea what it was going to look. We had no idea that we were going to be living through such a, a crucial moment together. But here we are. And I just want to encourage us that as we move forward through this, we are going to see the work of God in new and powerful ways. We are going to see the um, gospel go forth in ways that we had never imagined. We are going to see God at work in us, through us, among us. And I'm excited about it, friends. I'm excited about it. So I hope that you are uh, engaged and, 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 and let's keep connected to each other and trust God. Hold on to those promises of God. I will be sending uh, communications as, as, um, as new information comes, but I'm going to be kind of ramping up maybe just the level of encouragement and faith and ways to join in prayer. And I love you guys so much. I love you so much, and I'm so excited to see how God is going to carry us through. Let us keep the faith in Jesus' name. I'm going to pray. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father, for the word of God that gives us promises that you've asked us to hold on tight to right now. Help us to overcome any fear, to not let that be our motivation, but to move forward according to your will for your church. We are wanting to obey you, to hear your voice, to be energized and mobilized and able to move forward according to what you call us to do. And we're trusting you for it in Jesus' precious and mighty name. Amen and amen.